0: Good morning, everyone. Take your uh, Bibles. And go to Genesis chapter twenty-seven. I'm sitting there looking at it this morning, I said, "Man, I hadn't done this for a while." It's amazing how fast. You ever seen that uh, or heard about that movie? Uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Me and Beth was talking about Tim Allen yesterday. And uh, many, 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 many years ago, I found out he uh, made a movie called Santa Claus, the first one, and. Uh, I don't believe there's a... Well, no, I better watch out. I don't want to get anybody mad at me. But uh, anyways, 29 years ago, and I'm thinking 29 years has done gone by, 29 years. And I remember when that movie came out years and years ago, and here I am, 29 years later, I told her, I said, man, I said, we're going to be gone. If, if the Lord tarries uh, much longer, we're going to be out of here. Cause 29 years, that seemed like yesterday, and it's amazing how fast time flies in your life, so... Uh, if you got anything you want to do in life, you better start doing it. I'm gonna tell you that right now. If you waste your time, uh, you're gonna be in trouble. Let's see where I'm at here. 14, 3, 4, 5. Okay, 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 okay. I think I'm I think I'm I think I'm getting closer. I'm trying to figure out exactly where I left off because I have really no idea. We might have to start over in Genesis one. Uh, and, uh, oh it is man the whole thing's good I was sitting there looking at it out here well I guess I'll go to here no that's not it that doesn't look. That looks like a good spot to stop uh, yeah here you go this is good I, I marked it right here look at that man I did something good take your Bibles we're there Genesis chapter 27 verse 15 and 16 uh, Jacob, Jacob is in the process of deceiving his father here and uh you got to watch that thing, man. Deception is the hardest thing. Father, thank you for your blessings this morning. Thank you for everybody that came out to church. Thank you for a church to come to. Lord, it's just amazing how fast time is flying by. Uh, And Lord, it it seems like uh, Paul said uh, that you were going to come back quickly back then. And Lord, it's even quicker now that you're going to be coming back. It's sooner, Lord. It's uh, any day now. And Lord, it could be in our lifetimes. It wouldn't be uh, out of the picture to be in our lifetime. Lord, just want to thank you for that. Thank you for the opportunity just to serve you. Uh, for the years that we've been able to serve you, Lord, and, and thank you for all your opportunities you've given us. Bless the morning service, Lord. Bless the Sunday school class and all the other classes around and the other churches around uh, the country, Lord, that's getting ready for Sunday school and, and church. And uh, Father, I just uh, pray to give the preachers what they need and the, the Sunday school teachers what they need. Lord, these last times to keep the saints, Lord, uh, uh, close, getting closer to thee. Father, again, we'll praise you in name Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, it's just amazing how fast it goes. Your mind is, my mind is starting to go, it's slowing down uh, because I realize I got I to gotta start doing some other things. And and when you start looking at really what's going on in life, it's like, man, it's, if you don't start preparing for the end, uh, the end is near. And you never know, Brother Joe uh, preached a funeral uh, Thursday for his, uh, his brother, or Friday for his uh, brother-in-law, and you never really know. Uh, when that's going to happen. Uh, That was kind of a a sad thing, Uh, exactly what happened there, and the whole scenario went behind it. But uh, it's a point that a man wants to die, and after this is judgment. So uh, when I sit there, I look at stuff like that, I'm like, Lord, this thing is going quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker. And I got a few things I still want to do, and uh, we got to get those things done. So if, if, uh, like I said, if you have anything to do, young people, the, the curse for young people today is procrastination. You cannot procrastinate. You need to get up and do something. Uh, it's better to do something than nothing uh, because in the process of doing something, you'll find out that you'll, you, if if you're doing the wrong thing, you can straighten the thing out. Uh, but if you're not doing nothing, you're just sitting there like this, like do-do-do-do-do, nothing will ever happen. 20, 26 or 27, verse 16, and and Rebecca took goodly raiment of her eldest son, Esau. That's Moms always have access to your rooms, kids, so don't ever think they don't. Uh, which were 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 with her in the house because he brought them over. That's what kids do. Have you ever noticed that kids bring everything over and they want mom and dad to take care of all their problems? I was just like she wants them to do the laundry. I guess she has a nice washing machine and dryer in there or something. Uh, and and put them upon Jacob, her youngest son. And she put the the skins of the kids of the goats upon his hands and upon uh, the smooth of his neck. Uh, she is making Jacob out to be somebody he's not and. And I'm telling you what, uh, parents, moms, moms, moms are deadly about this stuff because they want their kids to be everything. And what you don't realize is the Lord knows exactly what they should be, uh, and when we try to make them something they're not, it always turns out bad. This cost Jacob 20 years of his life. I think I mentioned this last time, but go to Genesis 30, 32. Uh, the Lord knows, Genesis 32, 27, the Lord knows everything. That's the hardest thing in the whole wide world to get to the point. Uh, I mean, you, you got to get to the point where you just trust God. Uh, 27, 32, 27, and, and he said, the Lord's talking. What is our name? Now, Jacob comes up to him and he's wrestling with the uh, angel there and, and the angel sits there and and, and, and you know, he could have flipped him off like that and shot him across the planet but he didn't, he, he fought with him all night, and then he hits him in the, in the thigh and messes him up in verse uh, 25, and, and, it's, and he said, let me go, uh, verse 26, for the day breaketh, and he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Now, uh, before God's going to bless you, uh, before he's going to give you anything, before he's ever going to show you his perfect will, people say, I want to know the perfect will, he's going to ask you who you are. And you got to know who you are. Uh, now, I'm, I'm Mike Elliott, man. That's who I am. I, I learned it. I could tell you right where I learned it. I could take you to the street in the swamp in Chesapeake, Ohio, or Virginia, where I learned that. I could take you right almost to this. The, this I can get you within six or 700 feet of where that was. I, I was walking down through there, and the Lord saying, hey, who are you? And I'm like. I'm looking up in the sky. I'm like, you know, nobody come around, it's just in my head. And I'm like, I'm Mike Elliott. He goes, that's who I want. Do you know God don't want, look at that, man, them lights are still doing that. I changed the switch out. I did some, I blew two switches. Oh, that's a long story. I'll go in it. I don't want to, I'll use that at another time. But, but I blew two, I'll do it now. I changed that switch out yesterday and I took two brand spanking new switches. They're just like those switches. They're exactly like those switches, except they're newer. So I went to put one in. So uh, when I, I took the old one out, the wiring's the exact same thing. I put, got to put the new one back in, and as I put it in, I heard this pop. I'm like, man, I just blew that switch up. I said, how in the world did I blow that switch up? So then I go get the other brand new one, and, stick it, in, and it does the exact same thing. And then I put the old one back in exactly the same way I took the other two out. And it's, it's working. It's still flashing, though. But, but, but then I swapped the two switches. So I figured that these would be flashing. So the switch, the, well, never mind. it's a long story. So okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's, here I am a technician and I can't even fix a stupid switch. <laughs> what do you do with that? Jacob Jacob is sitting here and the Lord is saying, who are you, Jacob? And Jacob already lied to God about, uh, about who he was. He played, the, played like he was Esau and he's done all kinds of stuff. The Lord says, no, I'm, I'm not gonna bless you. You want me to bless you. That's a good thing to wanna be blessed. If you ask the average person raise your hand, do you want God to bless you? Oh, yes, I want God to bless you. There's somebody out there right now who's, who's doing some weird stuff, and uh, they just don't want to do right. That's, that's where the problem is. If you want God to bless you, you're going to have to do right. You can't blame anybody else. It's always going to get down to you. It's going to get down to me. If, if, if I'm looking for the Lord to bless me, and I'm looking for the Lord to show me what he wants me to do, then it's going to be between me and him and nobody else. There's no room in there for anybody to fit into that picture. Uh, he may give you people around you to help you. Let uh, us house over here, I'll give you, it's a good one. We're, we're closing on, Lord willing, Tuesday. Everything looks like it's in place. Uh, Sandy got, uh, I put her in touch with them over there, and she sent them all the paperwork they needed, and, and it sounds like all I got to do is sit online and do it, and Jerry and Mike have done all the other stuff. It sounds like they're going to go do the... Uh, the transfer. There's any problem with that? You see. So if everything goes as smooth as it is Tuesday afternoon, we'll own that property up there. It's empty. We looked at it the other day. Went into it. So, and then we'll go from there. But uh, you sit there. God will give you people around you to help you. But still, the thing is between you and the Lord. It's got to be between you and God. It can't be anybody else. You'll never see exactly what He wants you to do. Jacob is sitting here, and and the Lord says in verse 26, He said, and He said, "Let me go." Uh, for the day breaketh, and he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Now Jacob's got a hold of him, the angel of the Lord's leg, not going to let go of him. He goes, I want a blessing. And he goes, and I'm not going to get this close to you, I want a blessing. And, and you see people get that close to God all the time. Balaam was that close to God and didn't get the blessing. Uh, there's all kinds of people down through the Bible. Joab was always close to God, but never got the blessing. He hung on the altars as he was dying. He's at the altar dying. He said, I'll die right here. David said, Kill him. Or Solomon said, Kill him right there, man. Uh, you, can get the, you can get the blessing or you can get the curse and you can be right next to God. But, but if you're going to get the blessing and you go out to God and God's going to say, I think the Lord will tell everybody how to get that blessing. I don't think He's a respecter of any person. I think everybody has equal opportunity with the Lord. You have what you want. If you want it, you can get it. Uh, he'll give it to you. Jacob is sitting here. Now, Jacob's a planner. I got that, man. man. Me and Jacob, we're the same. Uh, verse 27, he said unto him, what is thy name? He didn't hesitate, and he said, Jacob. You know what God wants to do? He wants to hear you say who you are. Because when you say who you are, a lot of times it'll tell you what kind of person you are. When I look at Mike Elliott, I'm like, I'm Mike Elliott. Then all of a sudden, Mike Elliott's life comes into play, and I look back at Mike Elliott's life, and I'm like, yep, that's my life. (laughs) That's this. I did that, and I did this. I did this, and I did this. Lord goes, yeah, okay. Well, if you try to act like you're somebody else, it just ain't going to work. Go to Judges 13. Judges 13. Manoah is sitting here. He's got a son. And uh, Judges 13. It's kind of interesting. I got a statement I want to say here after the third one, but... Judges 13. It's about Samson here. He, he's sitting here 13, 13, 17. And Manoah is sitting here talking, and uh, he goes, And Manoah said unto the angel, the angel uh, came back, and uh, and Manoah asked the angel to come back, and he says, What is thy name? And w- uh, that when thy sayings come to pass, we may do the honor. And the angel of the Lord said unto him, Why askest uh, thou thus after my name, seeing it is secret? So, uh, the name of God, or the name of the angels and stuff, isn't really important to you. Though, uh, go to, go to uh, Mark chapter nine. Mark chapter nine is another good, real good example. Two, two, two. Mark nine. Mark nine. Oh Mark five, nine. five59. Nine, excuse me. I'm sorry. scribble air. Mark five, nine. Jesus is getting ready to cast the legions out. He won't even cast the devils out until they tell him who he is, who they are. Uh, and he knows who they are. I mean, he already knows everything. He just needs you to know who you are and who they are. And he asks him, he says, what is thy name? Like he didn't know. He already knew what their name was. He made them. How could he not know their name? If he knows the stars in the sky, which there's billions and trillions of them out there, if he knows every one of them by name, then he obviously knows all these devils by names too. And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him, such, uh, besought him much that he would uh, not send him away out of the country. So he cast them out. Uh, the little note I got here says, You don't need to worry about knowing uh, the name of God, but you, you definitely want him to know yours. You know what our problem is? Is we're all Everybody says, Oh, I know who God is. I know who Jesus Christ is. I know this. I know that. And they know the name, but it doesn't mean a thing to them. What you want to do is make sure he knows yours. And if you can get him to know yours, you're on, you're on ground right there. I started a, a book, Ian Bounds book, Praying. My whole life started going down the tubes. Um, I, I just started reading the book. I didn't, I didn't do nothing but read the book, and everything started falling apart. And I'm like, what is going on here? And the Lord says, you're reading that book, aren't you? I said, yeah. He goes, do <laughs> you think the devil likes that? I said, no, he don't like it. Well, he knows who I am. And I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm just, you know, I've already read through some of the book anyways, because I had markings in the book, I, I just got past the markings I had in the book. And I'm sitting there going, Lord, why is he mad? Because he knows. brother. do you really realize, and you hear preachers say this all the time, but I'm going to say it again. If you ever get a hold of God and learn how to pray, if you ever get that aspect in your life down, you can move mountains. Now, I'm not gonna say you're gonna go out to the Rocky Mountain, say mountain going to the sea, and it's gonna do that. I'm just saying you can change some things. If you can get, because you know what? The Lord now, so the only way you're ever gonna to get to pray like you need to pray is Him know you and you know Him. And the moment that is, that's called a relationship, that's fellowship. And no matter how bad you think your fellowship or your relationship is on your side, the Lord, if he's talking to you, he understands that. He already knows you frame, framing your dust. He already got that. You get that channel open, and I'm telling you, the world can change. People say, well, I don't know what the Lord wants me to do. Get that channel open. Guess what? He'll show you exactly what to do. You won't ever, everything I've ever done in my life that I know was exactly what I should do, the Lord told me exactly what to do it, and the moment he told me what to do it, I did it. I didn't have to hesitate. I mean, even to the point we're getting orders to Pensacola, Florida. I already knew I was going to go to uh, Pensacola, Florida. I already knew I was going to go to Bible college down there. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do it on my own. That's how I'm going to figure it. I'm going to do it. I'm sitting in the road to Spain on a phone, and the guy offers me a set of orders to Pensacola, Florida for three years, which is how long the school is, by the way, and I'm going to be a chief in charge of, a, oh, I, I'm still an E6 at the time, I think I'm going to be an E6 when I get down there. And the guy offers me a set of orders to Pensacola, Florida, and I'm going to say, oh, let me go pray about this thing. Now, brethren, sometimes what we do is stupid. If you already know what God wants you to do and the doors start clicking open, the thing to do is go through the door. Don't hesitate. Just go through the door. If you know what's flashing. I already know what's flashing. I got it, man. I know what's wrong. But I tried to fix it twice and it blew up two other switches. Still don't figure that one out. But if you don't ever get that thing down to where you'll do what God says do, he'll never bless you. You know what the devil will do? He'll bless you. He'll let you have some of the, some of the crumbs from the world in your lap, and you think you're really doing good. But what, what would profit a prophet of man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What do you get? You don't get nothing. What happens if I, I get saved and I get everything in the whole wide world, and I get all the riches, but I waste my entire life serving me and everybody around me never heard about Jesus Christ and all, all kinds of people go around me. I think the Lord's still going to send people around people to get them saved, but he won't send you. And you're going to stand before heaven and, and you're going to answer for that. And I'm like, Lord, it's just not worth it. There is nothing on this planet worth it. David, d- these guys right here, Jacob is, is going to be dealing with the Lord and the Lord's going to want to know why and who you are and, and Rebecca is trying to change his name and make him look like he's somebody he's not. You know what, what we do? We sit there and watch uh, the stupid TV, and we want our daughters and our sons to be like what they see on TV. And they aren't even like what they are supposed to be on TV. I mean, if you're looking for noise to go to sleep, that's what I do. You ask anybody. I sit in front of the TV, I turn on, I'll go to sleep. That's just my chair. I come in the house, somebody's in my chair, I'm like, but I don't say nothing because I'm, you know, I'm saved and I'm, I'm generous and gracious. Inside is turmoil, though. Uh, I'm just joking. But that, that's, I mean, I can't stay awake. It, there's, it, it's, it's all, it's all fantasy. It's just fantasy stuff. Seventeen, and she gave the savory meat. She made, took a lamb, a ram, made, made meat like Jake, uh, Isaac liked, uh, savory meat and bread, uh, which she had prepared into the hand of her son. And he came unto his father and said, my father... And he said, here am I, which is truth up to that point. Who art thou, my son? Here's where the line starts. Well, it's already started. It's already way back there somewhere. It's already been starting. Uh, Isaac is starting to lie to his dad. And the worst thing you'll ever do is start lying to those around you that you care about the most. Uh, Once you start, it's almost impossible to start. Isaac uh, is starting to have doubts, but doesn't stop the process. Isaac's got some issues here, too. Isaac wouldn't deal with Esau the way he should have dealt with him. And now the Lord has given Isaac, he's blind. He's, this is the first case of blindness in your Bible that's mentioned. Uh, he's, he's not seeing exactly what the Lord wants him to see. Uh, you would think he's a patriarch, and, and, but he's still got that flesh involved in it. And so do you and so do I. And what we'll do is we'll let the things of this world get in our way sometimes. And uh, he, when the Lord says, be not a respecter of any person, he means it. When he says, I am not, whatever he is, that's what I should be striving to be also. In verse 18, he says, who are you? Verse 20, he says, how'd you get it so quickly? That's down a couple more. Uh, and he's lying. These are all things he lied about. In verse 21, he says, uh, let me make sure. He, Isaac says, let me make sure, man. I got to make sure. Verse 24, are you sure you're Esau? He questions him. And, and Jacob is just lying all over the place. Uh, and then he says, I want to smell you. Verse 19. And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. What a lie. You know, Jacob didn't even try to disguise his voice. Not even try to. You would think, oh, I'm, not, I'm Esau. i got a sore throat. got COVID. <laughs> yeah, COVID. Uh, I don't know how this is going to taste because I can't taste it. You know, you, you think he would lie about that. He lied about everything else. Why not lie about that? Uh, I am Esau, thy firstborn. I have done according as thou badest me arise, I pray thee. He did not. First of all, you're not Esau. You're not the firstborn, and you haven't done what he told you to do. Right. He told Esau to do that, not you. You're a liar. You're a liar. You know what I mean? You know what's good about the, later on down the road when the Lord says, who are you? He should have said, I'm a liar yeah. and a thief and a surplanner and a second child. <laughs> he should have went right on down the road. He could have had a ton of stuff he could say. We want what we want. And brethren, this is human nature. And sometimes we will do and let our flesh do whatever we want it to do. Have you ever done something purposely and sinned against God? I know you all probably didn't. You all got angels in here, like halos over your head and stuff. But have you ever done something? I mean, serious. Not, I'm not like talking about eating a piece of cookie or something. I'm talking serious stuff. I've done serious stuff and said, Lord, did you see what I just did? And, he, and it was like this thought goes to my head, Yep. I said, Lord, I did that on purpose. He goes, yep. Have you ever done something on purpose? And you didn't go out to do it on purpose. It's just your flesh gets the best of you, and and it overcomes at that particular moment, and you let it do it. That's Jacob. Jacob is just that way. I I cut him some slack because he's like us. And Jacob said unto his father, sit and eat at the end of that. Sit and eat of my venison. It's not venison either. It's, It's stinking ram. He says, that my, thy soul may bless me. He ain't supposed to get blessed yet. Once the line starts, it will be hard to back up uh, to the truth. It's, it's, it's easier to tell the truth than it is to tell a lie. Yeah, lying, you might as well forget about lying. Lying, I mean, once you start lying, you have to tell another lie. And then you got to remember the lie you told the last time to tell this lie so this lie can match up with that lie. And pretty soon you'll get so far down the road after eight or nine lies you won't remember what the first lie was exactly and you'll lie to tell about the first lie and then somebody said, but you said. Oh, well, yeah, but you know, no. Just The best thing to do is just tell the truth. Uh, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to beat the truth. You can't do it. Jacob is playing an imposter and claiming he is Esau. Uh, and he's doing it to get something that he wants. Uh, you see, we'll do the same thing. You'll, you'll do what you have to do to get what you want. If you have to put it this way, If you have to do anything to get what you want, and you have to deceive other people, be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. And I don't know what the context of that, but that that thing applies to just about anything you want it to apply to. He will bring that thing back on your head, and if it isn't today, it'll be someday. And when that day comes, you will know exactly that he did it. I mean, there ain't a doubt in my mind when he's brought stuff back on my mind that, that it wasn't him doing it to me. Uh, Jacob is, is also stating he has done what Isaac told him to do, and he didn't. Uh, what he did is he heard Esau talk to Jake, uh, Isaac, and J- Isaac told Esau what to do. Uh, he is an imposter, complete imposter here. Verse 20, and Isaac said unto his son, how is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? Now watch how the lies start multiplying here. Uh, he goes, the Lord brought it to me. Now they'll bring God into it. Have you ever heard somebody? I've heard Christians The Lord said, the Lord, look what the Lord did. No, he didn't. It's an obvious man. The Lord didn't do this. You did this or you found an opportunity and you're trying to say, but but the Lord let it happen. Well, you know, the devil lets stuff happen too. Uh, And you got to watch that thing sometimes. Sometimes God just lets you, you know, things happen. Time and chance happen to every man. Things happen, whether you are there or not, things just happen and they're going to happen. And sometimes just because something happens doesn't mean God's in it. He's already given you wisdom. You're supposed to have some wisdom about stuff. Uh, The lie didn't start here. Uh, It started when Rebecca heard uh, what Esau told her, or Isaac told Esau. That's where the lie started. Rebecca's sitting back here, and the Lord told her what to do, and she's going to try to make that thing happen. There's a valuable lesson here. If God told you something's going to happen, it's going to happen. He's in charge. Just because he gives you the information and he makes you privy to his plan don't mean you have to implement it right now. Me and Beth, we laugh about this stuff all the time. The kids will say something. She'll say, your dad said it. I said, well, Beth, I never said that. She goes, well, you were thinking it. (laughs) I mean, she, if you ever, a funny movie, funny movie. I know I probably shouldn't say this kind of stuff in Sunday school class, but Muppet Treasure Island. There's one part in there that just is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Here comes this carriage down through there, and it's a sailor thing, so comes down through there, and the captain gets up. It's Kermit the Frog. He's the frog. He's a frog. And, and this big blue bird eagle-looking thing is standing up there. He's furious. He's furious. And he comes on, and he does this on the thing, and he walks away, and he goes, Oh, oh kill all of him. Hang him at the yard arm, Fifty stripes. And, and, the, and Kermit goes, I didn't say that. He goes, I was paraphrasing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it, just because the Lord tells you something doesn't necessarily mean You have to jump right then and there. He showed you something. One day we'll put a building on the back of this this church or it'll be on the front of this church somewhere or somebody else put a building on it or y'all will sell the land off again. I don't know. But I knew that I could have went on and put that building on there. I just didn't feel comfortable about it. And then the house came up and and I said, that's the way we need to go, get that. And then we we solve a problem there that's there. Even though the Lord tells you what's going to happen or you know what's going to happen, you can see it happening, doesn't mean it has to happen now. Amen. It might not happen for another 10 years. And sometimes we'll, Jacob would still have got the blessing. Esau would have died. Something would have happened somewhere that Jacob would have still got that. Uh, but he, it didn't work that way. They did it his way. Uh, oh, what tangled webs we weave. I quoted this last time. I know I did. Oh, what tangled webs we weave when at first we start to deceive. That's uh, Sir, Sir Walter Scott, uh, when we try to start deceiving, the web gets weaved really, really bad. And uh, you can't keep up with it. The best thing to do is just tell the truth. Uh, truth. Truth hurts more people than a lie ever would. I mean, if you start telling the truth, uh, people people get upset with the truth. They Look at Jesus Christ. They hung him on the cross. All he did was tell him the truth. Pilate says, what is truth? It's right in front of you. And you hang him on the cross. You can't handle the truth. We can't handle it. Uh, Verse 20, let me get there, man, I'm, I'm in the wrong chapter now, Genesis 27, 20, 27, 20, I'm on the wrong page, there we go, and Isaac said unto his son, how is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? And he said, because the Lord thy God brought it to me. And Isaac said unto Jacob, come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, my son, whether thou be my very son Esau or not. Isaac is starting to have some problems. And Isaac is starting to see some problems here. And and here's another lesson for all of us. In in our lives, sometimes we'll start to do something and uh, you'll get a gut feeling that you shouldn't proceed. Uh, That's the Holy Ghost telling you, you shouldn't proceed. You shouldn't, you should stop, you should stop. There was a a lady in here the other day, came to church um, last week and she said, you know, yesterday I was sitting at home and and this little thought in my mind uh, just said, come to church. I said, that was the Holy Spirit telling you what to do. You know, sometimes the Spirit of God tells us what to do, and we just won't listen. Because we get in our minds that we need to do what we need to do. Isaac is sitting here, and he knows what to do. Uh, but, man, he just, he just won't stop. He's in a process. He should have slowed this thing down. Jacob outright lies to his father, uses uh, the God of his fathers to deceive his father into thinking, uh, that thinking God was part of the plan uh, when He's not. God is not part. I've seen people say, "Well, look what God's done." I told you, that. I was, look what God's done. Look what God's done. No, God did not do that. God did not do that. You're making that thing up. Uh, you need to realize what making something up is and what the truth is. Uh, if God's going to do something, He's going he, It's His. I got somebody out there right now. They're oh, Mike's trying to make money. Mike's trying to be rich. Mike's going to. This church is not mine, by the way. Just to let y'all know it's not mine. I may have some investments in it. Uh, other people got investments in it. Uh, there's three or four people around here who know what's going on. If you want them, talk to Mike or Joe, or Jerry or, or Sandy, and they'll tell you. Uh, I do spend a lot of money on the credit card. <laughs> uh, they could cancel. They have access to the bank, and they could cancel my credit cards at any time, I guess. I think they could. Uh, I think any one of us could cancel the cards, can't we? I don't know. Maybe I'll try. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> you never know till you try anyways uh, and and all the cards are in my name so guess what if something goes down uh, I get blamed for everything and I could lose my house and car and everything else but the church would still be here they're just going to come after me and my stuff that ain't going to bother the church and people say oh well you're trying to make money no they've missed the whole thing when you're doing something for the Lord you're trying to do it for him you need to make sure that thing is up and up and above board the best you can because uh, if you don't, man, there is going to be somebody who doesn't know anything that's going to come up and say, hey, this is what I know. This is what. No, they don't, you don't know nothing. Verse 21, and Isaac said unto Jacob, come near. So he's telling Jacob to come. in. Could you imagine, Jacob, have you ever lied? I've lied before. I don't like lying because it, you feel guilty when you lie. You know you're lying. You, here's the thing. You know you're lying, and probably the other person knows you're lying, too. Uh, but you're still lying. The best thing to do is just tell the truth. Uh, I, I tell you what, when Ken Towery told me that at that time, and he said, "Do you always have an excuse for everything?" I'm like, "Man, I wonder if that's how people." Per- I'm lost at the time, by the way, and I'm like, "Do people perceive me as always having an excuse?" Yes. Then I ain't going to have an excuse no more. I'll just take the blame for it. Yeah. And I found out that the sooner you take the blame, all of a sudden people say, "Okay, unless they're usually not going to kill you or fi- throw you off the bridge or anything." They want, okay, let's move on. Now that we can, we'll move on and take this thing out. Uh, he says, come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee. Jacob has got his, uh, the skin of an animal on his hands. Now, how in the world you can't feel that, dad? I'm unless your fingers, you've lost feeling and everything too. He says, how you can't feel that, but you are in the process of doing something wrong and the Lord's deceiving you, that I may feel thee, whether thou be my very son uh, Esau or not. And Jacob went near, I bet he was sweating. Boy, you figure if if Isaac caught him here and he cursed him, he's going to be cursed. And Jacob went near, and no matter what his mom said, oh, let your curse be upon me, that ain't going to happen. Uh, You get cursed, and the curse comes right down on you, and you're going to get it. I think here, you want to think, I think the Lord watched right here over Isaac and Jacob and got Jacob through. I think the Lord was sitting there going, Esau, you sold your birthright, you little moron. And since you did that, I ain't going to help you. I think that if Esau hadn't sold his birthright, he would have went out and, and the deer would have probably been right out his door when he walked out that morning and he'd have just shot the thing. Now, if y'all feel, oh, he shot a poor little deer. Well, I'd shoot it and he'd have had the venison and, or somebody would have brought him and said, hey, man, I was out hunting today and I found this, got this big old buck. You want some of it? And he'd have got the venison and, and everything would have worked out. Uh, I think the Lord has full control of your life. Amen. Whether you give it to him or not is your choice. But he has full control. He can do whatever he wants. And he can make everything happen. I don't have to worry about COVID. I hear people, well, you need to, you see these, commercials. we've done given 19 million COVID shots. If you've had a COVID shot, I don't care. I just personally think that if the Lord can take care of me, he told me when we first got, we started this church, I told him, I said, I can't t- do the church because I'm sick all the time. I haven't been sick like that since. Not once. Beth, Beth has been with me since '90. Uh, 89, and you see me get sick a whole bunch of times up to 2005. Every year, same thing. I'm sitting here going, well, Lord, I, I knew he wanted to start church. I knew he wanted me to do it. I'm like, I can't do it, man, because I don't have these five things. Then he gives me the five things. I'm like, oh, rats should have asked for 10, maybe 20, probably 100. But, uh, and I'd have got all those, too. We, we blow it, brother. We blow it. you got an opportunity. Whenever, I'm telling you, whenever you get his ear and he is, he is in the mood to get something done, the best thing you can do is start spilling your guts, the Maserati, the new house, the car, the boat, the yacht, throw it all in there, man. You never know what you're gonna get out of the pot, but I mean, he started, I mean, he was just doling it out. And I get down and said, look, man, I'm sick too. And that thing went away. There's my witness right there. I could take you to my doctor. That, that thing went away. I have not had bronchitis like that since 2005. It went away. That's, guess what? Isn't that amazing? That's when we actually started the church. You say, what happens if you quit? I will die tomorrow. <laughs> I, I will, I'll be in bed sick, man. I'll, go, I'll see my doctor and he'll go, oh, you're back. <laughs> Give me some antibiotics. Uh, Jacob, Isaac knows something isn't right. He tells him to come near. He, he says, let me feel you. The voice, the voice doesn't lie. It's, and he says, uh, he, he discerned him not because his hands were hairy. But the voice, the voice was that of Jacob. Yeah. Can you not hear... The deception goes so far here that it has to be a spiritual thing where the Lord is getting in this thing and involved uh, to deceive him because of Esau. The lesson here is don't be an Esau. I mean, brother, I tell you what, I I didn't necessarily want to be a pastor of a church. Uh, I didn't necessarily want to start a church. The Lord told me to start the church. I didn't really have a choice to do When he tells you what to do, uh, by the way, you don't really have a choice. You may think you do, but you really don't. What are you going to tell the God of this universe? No. The key here is to make sure that's him telling you what to do. And I did that about 10 different ways. And every single way I did it, it seemed to work out that that this is what he wanted me to do. And it worked. And things just started falling into place and I couldn't make them stop. And here we are today, I still can't make them stop. And he discerned him not because his hands were hairy. He went up and deceived his dad. Uh, a blind old man. People say, you take advantage of somebody in a wheelchair and blind. Yep, that's, that's Jacob. Yeah, you'll do all kinds of stuff. Man, we'll do all kinds. Oh, no, I won't. I'm in a suit and tie. I'm a nice person. You are just as wicked as the next person. Uh, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Sometimes the glory of God isn't what we think it is. It's not all this halo stuff and shiny lights and stuff. Sometimes it's a pit in Jerusalem and Jeremiah's down in the pit and the muck and the mire being thrown down there for doing right. Sometimes it's Isaiah, uh, how about Ezekiel? Hey, Ezekiel, uh, something's going gone bad, bad happened to you today, so no crying, no whining, nothing that. Don't even look, don't even, I mean, don't even look bad. His wife dies that afternoon. I mean, she might've been a, a bad wife, I don't know. <laughs> the Lord didn't say don't smile either. I don't wanna see no smiling either. woo yeah, praise God she's gone. He didn't say nothing. You know what, He saw uh, Ezekiel didn't cry. Uh, sometimes the Lord brings stuff in our life. Lay on your side. I was, I was always, you ever wondered why he did that, how he did that? Lay on your side and you eat this food for 390 days. I, I realized that today. Before he killed his wife, his wife was still there with him. So she was cooking all of his food for him while he's laying. I'm like, how in the world could this guy lay on his side and do all this other stuff? And when I read about his wife down, I said, oh man, she's there with him. I said, she's probably helping him. Never mind. you probably don't care about that. But God knows if he tells you what to do, he's going to give you a way to do it. And you don't have to worry about him doing it, uh, you doing it. He's going to make the way. But what we do so many times like Rebecca here is we have to make that way. And that way just is not God's way all the time. That's what I told you at the beginning of this thing. I'm learning to slow this thing down and wait. Wait on the Lord. Be still and know that I am God. Wait. I say wait on the Lord. Uh, the Lord is clear. He's always been clear. If he's always been clear to me, he'll be clear to me the next time he tells me exactly what to do. If it's a major thing, like getting up in the morning and eating breakfast, is not necessarily major. Uh, so I don't have to worry about him waking me up and say, hey, you need to get up. But he did that to Elijah. He said, wake up, eat. Anyways, uh, so he discerned him not. And then verse 24, he said, and he said, art thou my very son Esau? And he said, I am. That's another lie. I mean, when you sit here and, and Isaac is trying to discern here and, and his mind isn't working quite right, he has five senses, hearing, smelling, sight, taste, touch, and, and his, his uh, sight is gone. So he can't see. But boy, he could hear, and he hears the voice of Jacob. He even says that up there. He said, the voice is Jacob's in verse 22, but the hands are the hands of Esau. Pfft, who really cares, man? If the voice doesn't match, I'd stop right there, but he didn't. Uh, the connection to the world, uh, let's see, the connection to our world around us is, is revealed through the five senses. And, and that's how we, you, but you need to learn sometimes how to make the other three work. Uh, there was a guy down at, uh, uh Dr. Peacock's preach. He was blind. His wife had to lead him up to the platform and that guy was sharp as a tack. His other four senses took up and next thing you know, they're sharper and attack. And this guy was good. Uh, but there was a couple things that he did that I didn't like too much. But, hey, uh, I mean, he definitely did good. He, I was there when he was ordained, and he did an excellent job in his ordination. Uh, you would never know he, wasn't bl- he was blind, and he spent all that time having to learn his Bible and, and, and the Braille and everything else. The guy did a great job. Uh, his other senses took over. Uh, uh, are essential. The, the five senses are essential for every day's task. You, need to, you always hear somebody say, don't run around with scissors. You'll put somebody's eye out. That's a true statement. I mean, your eyeballs are, are precious. And uh, people go out and get these LASIK surgeries right now, and, and when you talk to them, they get scared. It's supposed to be such a common thing right now that people just do it. But uh, still, when somebody's messing with your eyeball, man, that's a, that's a crazy thing. Uh, are required to fully enjoy and understand the world around us, and, and Isaac lost one of them. Are connected to our emotions and memories so that they have, are very dramatic uh, dramatically impacted on how we feel. So Jacob... Jacob is probably feeling bad, or Isaac is feeling bad. He's lost his sight. He's getting older. He's laying in bed. He's upset. He's mad. And here comes, uh, he's got to do the final job, Is bless. Isaac is not using his other senses the right way. I don't know how long he's been blind up to this point, but uh, he's not using his other senses. He should have he stopped the thing. And he said, bring it near me and I will eat of my son's venison. And here's Jacob. That my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near him. He brought the venison or brought the ram to him, the, the lamb, the 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 food that wasn't what it was. He's lying all the way up to the end of this thing, and he did eat. And he brought him wine and he did drink. And, and his father Isaac said unto him, Come now, near come near now and kiss me, my son. Jacob is probably sweating. I mean he i would I would imagine he, he, there's just no possible way he could not be doing this because uh, he's getting he's going to get an earthly blessing here, and he's stealing it from his brother, and his daddy's going to be really really mad at him, uh, but you know what Isaac never really got mad. you never shows him getting mad verse twenty seven and he he came there and he kissed him and he smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said see this, uh, the see the smell of my son is as the smell of the field which the Lord had blessed. Therefore, God give thee of the dew of heaven. Now, you know, the Lord is watching this whole thing. And Jacob is sitting here getting something does not is not his. And the Lord hasn't stopped it. The whole thing's a mess. Isaac's a mess. Esau's a mess. Jacob's a mess. Rebecca's a mess. The whole thing's a mess. Where, where do you straighten the thing out at at this point? Sometimes the Lord just lets the thing go on down the road. And here shortly, you're going to find out that Rebecca loses her son. She never sees him again. Uh, therefore, God, give thee, verse 28, uh, of the dew of heaven. Now, is it really worth it to you to get what you want? Honestly? It's going to cost him 20 years with Laban. He doesn't know that yet. Young people, I'm telling you, you don't. I'm 65. I see stuff that you don't see. It isn't that I'm, I'm smarter than you are. No, no, I've already been there and done that. I got the T-shirt. I'm trying to warn you from doing it. I've I've seen other people go through things in life. At 65, you see a whole lot of stuff. And it's like, you don't want to do that. That is just not going to be a smart thing to do. And you, though, think it's okay because you're young and you got all the brains and everything's there and I I know exactly what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. The best thing you can do is say, Lord, I'm going to get back to that Ian Bounds book. If you haven't ever read Ian Bounds' work, uh, you ought to read it. He's got a full a book on, EM, it's, it's a full book of all his works on prayer. Uh, it's, a, it's a compilation of one book, and you ought to get that thing. I'll tell you, it, your life is going to get messed up as soon as you get that book and start reading it. Uh, just get used to it. Get, it's okay. So Mike said this is going to happen, and the Lord did it to him. He's going to do it to you. God's not a respecter of any person. The devil don't want you to read that book. Why? Because if you ever get to the place where you pray and do it right, God will show you what to do. The Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit will show you what to do. And he'll work it out. And, and you will get the answers you're looking for. And you can get through this life. I'm 65. I'm almost through this life. I've got a few more years left. David died at 70. That gives me five if I go the way of David. And David was a man after God's own heart. Uh, a few others, man, they lasted 80. That gives me 15. That's nothing. I mean, at, at, at the worst case scenario, I told somebody the other day, I said, I need to die before I'm 78. And they said, why? I said, because my insurance policy stops at 78, and bet don't get no money if I die before, after that. So, so y'all just make sure somebody kicks me out, kicks the bucket, takes me out before then. But he smells the raiment and blesses him and gives him the blessing. And, uh, and he says, uh, verse 29 says, Let people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee. That's Esau, that's Rebecca, that's Isaac, that's everybody. Uh, bow down to thee. And uh, be Lord over thy brethren, that's Esau, and let thy mother's son bow down to thee, Esau. Cursed be everyone, uh, cursed be everyone that curseth thee, and, and blessed be he that blesseth thee. So he's given the earthly blessing to the line of Jacob as it goes down the road. And it came to pass as soon as Isaac made an end of blessing Jacob, uh, uh, blessing Jacob that, uh, and Jacob was yet scarcely gone out of the presence of Isaac his father that Esau his brother came in from the, from the hunting and that's exactly what happens almost every time uh, you'll find out in life that uh, Saul was the perfect example Samuel told Saul exactly what to do wait seven days Saul waited seven days then wait eight you moron at the end of eight, at the end of seven, when it turns to eight, now you can blame Samuel and say, hey, you said seven. You didn't even wait to seven. So when the seven day starts, you go do the wrong thing because you're impatient. You couldn't wait another 24 hours. And while you're making the offering, here comes Samuel. That's just the way God works. When he tells you exactly what to do, you don't have to see the outcome. All you have to do is do what he said do. And when you find out, the thing works out. Jacob is getting ready here to get his brother all mad at him, and he's going he's to have to go off to the side because his mom don't want him to marry the wrong person, uh, which there's, it's valuable to marry the right one. Whoever that is for you, you need to make sure that you marry the right one. Uh, you marry the wrong one, it's going to be a pain in the neck. You say, well, how do you know? I said, I can't even begin to tell you how to marry the right one anymore. I mean, we're, we're Gentiles. There ain't no way. However common, I can tell you, if you do the wrong thing, you're going, to, you're going to regret it down the road somewhere. There's a hundred million other people out there who regretted the same thing. Father, thank you for your blessings this morning. Thank you for the Sunday school lesson. Lord, thank you for the Word of God. And Father, we'll praise you and on your in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen.